Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is episode number 94 and this is the second time we've recorded it. a short episode we know exactly what we're saying we're going to whiz through this yes we are um yeah it's good to be here again ben this is fun it's a sunday morning and i am slightly over caffeinated sorry that's okay that has nothing to do with my sleep quality though exactly i was going to say how how is your how is your sleep going with a, a screenless bedroom I, um, I'm fearful of overstating it, but it's a game changer, honestly. Like it's, I've been very surprised by how impactful this, this experiment is being on, um, like on everything though. My sleep's, my sleep is great. My sleep is much better Mm. and I didn't actually anticipate Anything more than that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what what are some of the things that are imp- that are improving besides the quality of sleep you're getting? I'm going to sleep much better. I, I'm getting to sleep Quicker. much better. Yeah. So that's. I think that was one of the things that I knew would be a consequence of yeah. this. Because I think to paint a picture, you would often watch something on your phone at night, like in bed, to go to sleep. I would read, but. But previous to opening my book, I would flick open my phone and scroll through everything. So that's, you know, like that's still having an impact. That's obviously not happening now. So I'm going off to sleep much more easily, but I'm staying asleep, like sleeping through the night. The the most interesting um, part, though, for me is my mornings because we're keeping our phones in the kitchen. Yep. And that's where they charge. And I use my phone as an alarm. And... Like, I think part of it is that I have to get up to my alarm when it goes off at 5 or 5.30, usually when you kick me because the alarm wakes you up before <laughs> before it wakes me up, and I'm sorry about that. Yeah, that's the one thing that... That's not going well for you. ...is the most challenging for me is that I'm waking up to your alarm. Yeah. It's not the end of the world, but... So I, you're waking up to my alarm and I'm waking up to you going, Brooke, your alarm's going off. <laughs> Yeah. So I have two alarms, which is nice. But I think part of it is that I'm more well rested, I guess. But once, usually, once I'm up, I'm up and I roll into my morning rhythm, which, like, that morning rhythm has been created for a reason. You know, that morning rhythm sets me up really well for the day. Like, it gives me time to get ready and meditate and do maybe a bit of work or a bit of reading or something like that before everyone else is up. There's a reason that I created that morning rhythm and getting up to my alarm. And just staying up means that I'm allowing myself to just roll through that morning rhythm every day or almost every day. And that's having a huge impact, not only on my mornings, but on my headspace and then how I get through the rest of the day. Like everything just feels positive and like I'm on the front foot rather than being on the back foot, which is what I've felt sometimes if I sleep through my alarm or I hit snooze or I stay in bed for an hour scrolling through like Instagram and social media and stuff. So it's... uh, I mean, articulating it like that, it's not surprising. Yeah. But it has, yeah. 
it really has surprised me how much my, my phone being in the bedroom has impacted on the rest of my day. So taking that away has been like a revelation. Amazing. Mm. All these indirect consequences of it has been really, really nice. Like what so for you? In, our intimacy. Yep. The way that we like can talk to one another at, at bedtime now rather than have our heads in front of screens. Yeah. Well, you have a conversation. It's such a beautiful way to wind down the day. Yeah. You know, like people, including us, will often complain that you don't have time to finish a full conversation or, you know, like finish a thought. Exactly. Particularly when you've got young kids. And there's this block of time that up until recently had been largely ignored. And it's just such a, a nice way to round out the day. But it's also being really mindful and intentional and choosing what to spend that time on rather than just mindlessly going about things with a, with a phone in front of us. So, Exactly. It's, it, it really is, a, 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 as you said, it's a game changer for us. And out of any of the experiments we've done, this one by far has been the most significant. For you. For me. Yeah. For me. I've had a few significant ones, but what has surprised me is the sheer impact of this one. Yeah, it, it genuinely has shocked me. For those so, that have been umming and ahhing about doing this, really recommend, really recommend it. Not only is it is it amazing the impact that it has, but it is such a good place to start because it is simple. Mm. It is the barrier to entry is very low. Very low. Anyone can do this. Like you don't need to make extra time. You don't need to commit to anything other than keeping your phone or, uh, you know, if you've got a TV or something like that, committing to not having that be a part of your bedroom for, gosh, give it a month. Like give it a week. Give it two weeks. Give it yeah. a month. Give it longer. But it's like the it's really the perfect place to start. If you if yourself or your your partner or your friends or your family have been wanting to live more mindfully and wanting to adopt this idea of slow living, this is the perfect place to start. It really is. And I considered myself prior to this pretty good sleeper. Like I could go to sleep quite easily, but the biggest impact for me is that I don't wake up at night mm. anymore. I used to wake up at one, two, or three o'clock in the night. And just be up and my mind racing. I don't think I've slept through. <laughs> um, like a baby. Like a baby. For, for as long as I can remember. Yeah. I'm actually, the last couple of nights, I've slept the whole way through the night and not woken once. And yeah. it's just been so good. And, I mean, the, the other good thing I think is that in terms of getting immediate feedback on a change it's pretty immediate like within a couple of days yeah. of taking the phones out of the bedroom i'd already noticed my sleep improving and then as a result everything else improving it's it really is amazing to me so i've had a few people ask though about uh you know if they don't if well, someone specifically said that they live in a studio apartment so their bedroom is their living room is their kitchen and they obviously then have a TV or a computer or something that's part of that living space and said, well, how do I, you know, make it a screen-free room if it's all one? I think the best way to go about that is maybe setting an alarm, say for 9 o'clock at night, and from that point on having all screens off. And then you can, you know, you give yourself an opportunity to have a bath or read a book or light a candle or do some stretching or, you know, roll into your, like your evening rhythm, your bedtime rhythm without screens being part of it and set, just set that alarm as a reminder to switch off and then keep your phone or your computer or 
any other sort of device as far away from your bed as possible. And I mean, like it's, there's no perfect solution, but I think that that's a really good place to start. And similarly, people who need to have their phones nearby for some reason, like if they've got someone, if they're on call for work or if they have, you know, elderly parents who need to contact them, try switching your phone on to do not disturb mode and then just allowing calls from specific numbers through. And similarly, I think you can change a setting on your phone. I think this is your iPhone anyway, where you can't access certain apps in a certain period of time. It's called the off button. Yeah, okay, but like that's funny. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's you, not. Didn't, you didn't laugh at all. Because it wasn't funny. That, like, it's easy it's easy to say something offhanded like that. But if someone does have a genuine reason why they need their phone on, like someone needs to call them, then I'm just trying to offer ways of the phone not being a distraction. Like yeah, you're right. Yep. The phone right. then only operates as a phone. That's, you should be sorry. That's, that's a terrible joke. Yep. So that would be my recommendation. But if at all possible, try and keep it away from the bed because that has been the thing that has surprised me. This morning, for example, I was laying in bed, seven o'clock on a Sunday morning, just really enjoying the peace. And you know, this like the Anthony Ongaro twitch that he spoke about. Yeah. There was this really strong urge for me to roll over and grab my phone. And if I hadn't been doing this experiment, that's exactly what I would have done. I would have got onto the newspaper website, flicked through the news, which would have led me to flick through Instagram, which would have led to Facebook, you know, and it Mm. just didn't happen. But I was able to see that there was that twitch there and paid attention to it, recognized it, and then just let it go. And it was really nice. I think that's one of the things, surprising things actually that, that I've noticed is my ability to just quite literally do nothing has increased. Like yesterday afternoon, it was a beautiful sunny day, And I laid outside on the deck and genuinely did nothing. I didn't have a book. I didn't have music. didn't have anything. I was just laying in the sun in my own head. It was so nice. How great is that? It was really nice. It was beautiful. And that's something that I've always enjoyed doing. Like, And I embrace the idea of doing nothing. But I think it's such a good reminder to see how often we – we fill that downtime or that nothing time with something. And that's that's one of the that's one of the other kind of kick on effects of this experiment. Um will you keep this one going after the month? Definitely. Yeah. I know we're only heading said, into my week fa- three. It but- is my favourite. It is my favourite. It's one that's Yeah. Had the most impact on on not only my sleep quality but a number of other things in my life. So it will continue. Mm. It's been wonderful. <laughs> That's good. So. So. I hope everyone enjoys their week. Yeah, we certainly will. Um... Oh, did you want to talk about the app? <laughs> Ironically, yes, I did. Uh, thank you to everyone who's downloaded the Jackrabbit FM app in the in the first couple of weeks that it's been released. Your feedback has been awesome. And we're really, really pleased with how the app's working. Uh, but if you haven't got your uh, your copy of it, you just head to jackrabbitfm slash app, A-P-P, and you, there you can grab um, either the iOS or the Android app. And from that app, you can listen to not only this podcast, but all the other podcasts on the Jackrabbit FM network. Let it be straight and curly. 
Sweet Teen Club. Sweet Teen Club, Low Tox Life. Thoughtful, Thoughtful travel. travel Podcast. This Family Life. There you go. There you go. And we've got we've got some new shows coming up soon Ooh. too. But excitement. Uh, whatever you do, don't listen to them in bed. <laughs> Enjoy your week. Uh, head to slowyourhome.com slash 94 for um, resources and links and whatnot that we mentioned in today's episode. And have a cracking good week. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.